0: Tea and whiskey
1: with sunshine. Giving you the tea. tea and whiskey. Oh yeah. Sunshine. Giving you the tea. tea and whiskey. Yeah. World. It's the best singing in the world. I never changed you for anybody else singing. She says she really grew up poor like me. Don't believe in nothing but the Almighty. Just a lick of jeans and a pure white She never did ever forever be nobody's wifey. Yeah. She wanna mean a pretty budget, art is on me Play like a villain cause she got in her way. Tonight I am walking away. Nine to five, mine and a grind, yeah, yeah. Tonight I might fall in love Depending on how you owe me I'm glad that I'm calming down Now let no one come control me Keep dancing and call it love She fights about falling slowly If ever you are in doubt Remember what mama told me Brown skin girl Your skin just like pearls. you back against the world I never trade you for anybody else. A brown skin girl. That skin just like pearls, The best thing in all the world. I never trade you for anybody else, a Rose else. Like a trophy when they is walking. She need an Oscar for that pretty dark skin Pretty like Lupita when the camera's closing the 11 when my kill is rolling I think tonight she might break her brain Melanin too dark to throw her shade She runs her business and winds her waist Roll like 24K Tonight I might fall in love Depending on how you hold me I'm glad that I'm calming down Can't let no one come control me Keep dancing and calling love She's fighting but falling slowly If ever you are in doubt Remember what mama told me Brown skin girl Got skin just like pearls. You're backed against the world I never tried you for anybody else Brown skin girl Just like curls The best thing about the world i never change it for anybody else you looked in the mirror lately Wish you could trade eyes with me Cause there's complexities in complexion But your skin is glow like diamonds Dig me like the earth you be giving back To everything alive, baby, know your worth I love everything about you from your nappy curls To every single curve of body natural Skin that was broken me the same skin taking over those things are the focus you But when you're in the room They know it's you Cause you're beautiful Ooh, Yeah, you're beautiful Ooh. Them and them gon' fall in love With you in all of your glory Your skin is not only dark Shines and it tells your story Keep dancing, they can't control you They watch and they all adore you If ever you're in doubt, Remember what mama told you Brown skin girls, girl, girl. Your skin just, just like, like pearls, pearls. Girl, skin, girl. You're against the well i never trade you for anybody else Brown girl. so girl, skin girls, Your girl, skin, girl. skin just, just like pearls, pearls. In I
0: never tried you for anybody else yes! What is going on, y'all? This is your girl, April Bonet Sunshine. Thank you all for tuning in with T and Whiskey with Sunshine. I am your host, um, giving you the uncensored, uncut adult conversation you can sip to. So you know, y'all. <laughs> I am. One minute before I get started, y'all. Thank you, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Himalayas, Stitcher, Listen. I am humbled. That I have the ability to speak my peace and share my truth and love on you on all these platforms. So thank you all for subscribing, listening, click the notification buttons, whatever. All of you, thank you so much. I don't know how many there are, but I thank you. Whether it's one (laughs) or it's one million, thank you all. Um... Today's show... This is a ghost show. I do my ghost shows. Um, I... You know, y'all, I, I am a reality TV junkie. Okay? I love trash TV. Okay? Um, I just love... Love trash TV. People call it trash TV... Honestly, it it, it fits in with my motto. Keep the drama on TV and not your life. Okay. So reality TV is what I do so that I can do so I can make sure I do all that I can to not do what I see on T V. Okay. Right. But um I just wanna thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. Um this is the thing. I wanna discuss, okay? I want to discuss Basketball Wives, okay? I want to discuss Basketball Wives, that's what I want to discuss tonight, because it is imperative that I speak to you all in regards to this colorism issue, that's why shout out to Beyonce, oh y'all, that sound brown skin girl, wasn't that everything? Oh, my God, y'all, listen. I don't care what nobody say. I used to be on you all side. All y'all that's hating on Beyonce thinks she's overrated. I used to be one of you. I did. I used to be a person that criticized and always thought Beyonce was just overrated and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I came to the realization that that was my ass hating. She is amazing, okay? She's amazing, Excuse me while I sip. <laughs> but yeah, so Beyonce is amazing. Shout out to her for the Brown Skin Girl song on the Lion King soundtrack. Let me make sure I give her a real shout out. Brown Skin Girl. It's called yeah called Brown Skin Girl. Beyonce, Saint John, and a uh, Whiz Kid and Baby Blue was on there doing her debut. Honey, I'm here for it. Um. Anyway. Y'all, the Basketball Wives was just, it was a lot, y'all. You know, a part of me feels like, you know, OG has a, um, OG really has a point, but then at the same time, I see how the other ladies have their own points as well. And so, y'all, my thing is colorism is an issue. It has always been an issue, but I want us to understand that colorism goes further, further back in American history, and it's also a issue in every culture, okay, y'all? It's not just black people, African American, whatever you want to call us. Honestly, I believe that I know that my ancestors were already here. So we were uh color, uh Plymouth Rock landed on my people. But we're not even do all that. But <laughs> we're not doing that tonight. But the thing is, you guys, colorism has always been an issue within the uh community because of things that we were taught regarding what our oppressors put on us. Um, you know, I have parents that grew up in the nineteen 19- you know, forties and fifties and sixties and they they were they were there. They saw the civil rights movement. They were they were there in all that chaos. They weren't, you know, they were there. They saw it. My mom was from Birmingham, Alabama. Shout out to Be Ham. All y'all motherfuckers crazy out there. Y'all some crazy motherfuckers. Okay. Shout out to Be Ham. And then my dad is from Marshall, Texas. So they both Exper- they both were from the South, and they both experienced racism in their own way, in their own upbringing. My mother was um a lot uh, was light complected, my daddy was dark complected, and so their perspectives on America and their treatment were different. Okay, and I'm able to see both sides of the spectrum because I'm in between. You know, I'm not 100% light-skinned, but I'm not 100% dark-skinned. And I've received so much backlash on my skin. Not from not just from oppressors and bigotry, but from my own damn blood. You know, so if you want to really, really, if I want to really attack the basketball-wide f- franchise... And and you may want to you may want to address and look at your own life. If if you see an issue with colorism, look at your own life. How did your family handle colorism? Let me set my tea and let you think about it. Yeah, please. But you have time to think about it. How did your family handle colorism? Think about families who are, you know, they are biracial. You have biracial children out there, biracial people out there. Think about what they had to go through. Yeah, I mean y'all. I mean, okay. Anyway, let's jump into the ball basketball lives. Enough of my opinion. Okay. I'm not trying to lose any followers. I'm trying to gain followers. I'm trying to get an understanding. I'm not trying to be biased. I'm just trying to... I just want to put a big picture out there. So, let me chill. Um, Basketball Wives. Check this out, you guys. So, we're at the reunion stage. We have part one and part... And now part two has aired. And everybody in their feelings. So, OG was upset because she had to be... She was asked to be placed in a separate set because she was considered to be labeled as aggressive. Okay? Now listen, I've been watching this whole season, all season long. I can see where everyone feels like she's aggressive. Baby, OG talking about killing people. Like, OG said, I'll snap your neck, I'll break your jaw, bitch, I can kill you with my bare hands. And it's like... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you just say you can kill them with your bare hands? Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. Malaysia has picked up tables. Okay. Jackie Christie has also threatened people with words. She threatened Phoebe to come out. She she told her she wanted to talk, talk shit. You know, so Jackie is a bark. I'm I'm just going to say it, you guys. Jackie barks. She barks, but she doesn't really bite. She'll, she'll take a table. Because even when Malaysia and Jackie got into it at the skate party, okay? Um... All Jackie did was take the tables and just toss them to the side. She didn't pick them up and throw them. She just tossed them to the side. She just tossed them to the side, you know. And I get my tea in, y'all. And you know, uh, y'all. At the end of the day, I do see O.G. side. There has been aggression show throughout this entire show. And, you know, I really haven't been in tune with the Basketball Wives the whole time they've been airing. I can openly and honestly admit that, okay? But my thing is, Evelyn is perceived to be the uh, most aggressive of the crew. And I've been looking at the the streets, been talking, and social media. Evelyn is the one that's considered the bully. You know, someone commented, shout out to my Instagram page. That's uh, tea time with Sunshine. It's tea time underscore with underscore Sunshine. Tea time with Sunshine, two underscores. I've seen you guys. Thank you all so much for subscribing and being a part. And, and watching my little clips or whatever. Um... I've I've watched and I've I've listened and I've 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 read your comments and one comment stuck out to me. Um, someone said to the point where um, they all have been aggressive, you know, and everybody is also saying that they there's so many people who see OG side. They do see the colorism. They do see it, and honestly, when it comes to colorism, it is very visible. It is loud. It is in color. Okay. Like like I, I told you about my parents. They grew up in the civil rights time. They grew up in a time where it was the paper bag test. Like there were certain clubs you couldn't get into. And you, your skin had to be the paper sack or lighter. If you were darker than the paper sack, you could not get in. You know what I'm saying? Like that's stuff that's been going on forever because of you know, oppressors. Like, you know, if you were a descendant of slaves, your oppressor would pretty much allow the lighter-skinned slave to have more of a lead way. Um, they were more... They worked in the house. They didn't have to work outside. They still had to work, though. You see what I'm saying? And that's the part I want us all to get to. At the end of the day... Regardless if you were light-skinned or dark-skinned, your ass was still a fucking slave. <laughs> but we didn't see past the treatment. I'm being treated better. So, I'm sorry, chocolate person, that you're experiencing this. this I'm sorry. And that's where the privilege come in. And then we as black people, as a collective, want to get mad at, at, at you know, people, like at white people for not using their white privilege. And it's like... Well, are you using your black privilege? Hello? You know, you know, Charlamagne, the guy, talked about the black black privilege. But that's a whole different subject. But are you using your black privilege? Okay. Now, OG is claiming colorism. Other ladies are not. And it all boils down to the reason why OG Honestly, y'all, let me just tell y'all, the reason why, <laughs> I'm just right there, the reason why OG is so fucking aggressive and is being so territorial over her friends is because the friends that she's territorial over are are going to help her man get into the NFL or whatever the hell, basketball, whatever the hell you do, okay, maybe it's basketball, fuck, I don't know. But that's what it's yes it's it's basketball. Sorry, NFL. I'm sorry, um, NBA. Sorry, guys. Oh, y'all forgive me. But yeah, so OG is taking up for CC because CC's fiance, aka her new husband, has basically said, "Hey, you know, I can help put your man on." OG just retired from basket from football because you know it was time for her to retire. And of course, if you watch the show that season, her coach was saying, Baby, you too goddamn aggressive. You need to retire or we are gonna fire your ass. And then you're gonna have lawsuits and shit. So, you know, OG making her coin and she gonna do whatever the hell she gotta do. Whether it's standing, standing up to the 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 Mean Girl Crew, as most people call it on Instagram. I'm not calling them the Mean Girl Crew. Instagram call y'all the Mean Girl Crew, Basketball Wives. Everybody is saying in the streets that the Basketball Wives are basically the Mean Girls. And anybody new, they come in, you have to pretty much figure out how to fit in, like a sorority. But here's the thing, though, y'all. You got to understand, all these ladies have developed a friendship from the beginning. And and majority, and and those who can't last, they just don't fit in with the majority. They don't. And here's my thing. I'm not condoning that shit. Okay? Because I already know, if they cast my chunky... Voluptuous ass on <laughs> um, Basketball Wives. I would not fit in, cause guess what? I don't have a teeny weeny waist. I don't have an hourglass shape. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, you know, so me being who I am, I can see OG's side, but at the same time, OG, damn it, you on the show, bitch. But at the same time, she feel like maybe she's using what she's using to do what she had to do, and maybe she does, you know, sense the colorism. Shawnee apologized and said, honey, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry for the experience that you had. And then one day in a better space and a better time, let's sit down and talk about it. But, honey, uh, Shawnee made it clear that everybody will not be returning for next season. Okay. So, <clears throat> now, Evelyn posted a post, guys. Evelyn posted a post. (laughs) (laughs) Let me look for it, shall I? I shall. Evelyn did that. I mean, Evelyn just, like, really showed her ass. As a matter of fact, I have the video here. And I did a little bit of... I'm gonna replay the um, ending of the... um, last part of basketball wives I'm gonna do that at least do that for you guys so here we go and we're back with a very special
2: conversation about some of the issues that have come up on the reunion about colorism about isolation that I didn't expect to have
3: neither
1: did I
2: but I'm glad we're having it absolutely Shawnee thanks for joining of
1: course
2: there's been so much conversation on the internet from the fans from the media
3: about Basketball wise, uh, a big conversation about OG in particular. Right. To say a big conversation is an understatement. We are getting ready for reunion, and it looks like they're trying to play your girl again. The beautiful thing is, God is great, and no one, and I mean
2: no one, will have the final say but God. Let's, let's start at the beginning, or, or at least from the reunion taping. Yeah. OG saying, I feel isolated or i feel like i'm being mistreated because i'm darker and, and it sparked a, a bigger conversation about colorism whether dark-skinned people get treated differently than light-skinned people whether right. there's privilege attached to being one hue versus another hue that's something that sometimes we don't talk about as a community
3: right i'm glad it has come up because it is a painful subject and then you, you recognize society. that it happens in society absolutely dark-skinned women definitely get it way harder in society
2: in general and in this business and in
3: this business that we're in especially so I hate that she feels that way I do I feel horrible you know I'm sorry that this was her experience because in basketball wise we worked so hard for that not to be an issue to make sure that all hues all ethnicities um are represented on this show but i just i get what she's saying and i didn't intentionally want her to feel isolated i didn't intentionally you know try to single her out last season we really thought how exciting that she's nigerian and that she can bring this culture to the show like you know what i mean what is it
2: then why is it that There seems to be something about how the cast is responding to OG that's different than other cast members. What is it?
3: I think it's a personality thing. Um, OG's personality has kind of just rubbed almost everybody the wrong way. And we even had conversations like, you know, you're new to the group. You kind of got to at least get to know people and maybe soften the blow a little bit.
2: So... The show, in its amazing run, has had a lot of big personalities. Yeah. A lot of people with short tempers. Yeah. A lot of people that can snap. Do you see why people might say, well, she's getting treated differently than yes, other people?
3: I get it. I get it. Because, um, you know, to a viewer, I could see how, well, you told her she was aggressive, but you haven't told anybody else. Right.
2: That's what they would say. they I aggressive, Tammy's aggressive, Malaysia's very aggressive. Very true. Very true.
3: You know, she's a view of you both. But right. it's not, it hasn't been anything close to what we have experienced in the past. She is absolutely right. But the difference is we have all had these relationships for the last eight, nine years. We know each other very well. I, I mean, I hope she would understand that my 15 year friendship with Evelyn, sometimes we could just look at each other and, I'll, and she knows, I'm like, you're bugging. Costa Rica, when she showed out, as soon as we walked away, I was like, girl, Uh, that right there was a hot ass mess like you know what i mean or or same with tammy and jackie we all have these established relationships i don't have that with og i mean it's just a chemistry issue it's never ever ever about color ever so i I hate that she felt that way that that kind of sucked
2: So one of the things that happened uh, in the last few weeks has been this buzz about Evelyn making a post that OG said was racist. She made a post on Instagram, and at the end of the post, there was an emoji of a monkey. Um, OG said that that was directed toward her and that she thought it was racist. Um, What did you make of that?
3: Well, as soon as I heard about it, I go look, of course, and second, I called Evelyn immediately because, you know, I do see the monkey. I do see the post, and I'm like, girl what is this what is going on as a show we would never condone any type of racism like that or anything that would be that offensive and what she told me was this had nothing to do with lg girl i was just posting i don't know how this got twisted up into something having to do with lg i would never do that i don't even think like that and you know i believed her she had no reason to lie to me you know what i mean we were having a, a a personal conversation um so I don't know how this, how that particular post got twisted up into being about OG. I'm not sure where that stemmed from, if that was an internet thing. I'm not sure. But she said it wasn't, so, you know, I have to go off of what she said.
2: Do you have any message for OG?
3: Um, I'm sorry that OG experienced this season the way she did. I'm glad that we're able to have this moment to talk about it, because it is an issue that needs to be addressed. So... I would love to have that conversation with just her in, a, in another time in another space.
0: All right, y'all. So that was the ending of the uh, reunion. That's part two, where Shawnee did an actual separate interview with the host of the um, reunion in regards to that. So that was the apology, and people on Instagram was like, the the apology wasn't authentic or whatever. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, it, it seemed authentic, but at the end of the day, I don't know all the story. But I think, as far as, listen, I'm going to give it to you from a PR point of view. It was a great save. <laughs> That's all I can say, like... I really genuinely believe that Shawnee O'Neal is not a bigot. She is not playing as a colorism. She honestly, listen, if somebody tell me they're gonna break, they they can break my jaw, and they can kill me with their bare hands. I'm gonna be a little bit frightened myself. Now don't don't get it wrong. The reason why Malaysia threw the goddamn ch- uh, table. At Jennifer, because everybody was sick of Jennifer. Okay, <laughs> Jennifer flew all the way to Amsterdam to ruin the trip. You know, I mean, and then Jennifer. Let's talk about Jennifer, y'all. Let's let's grab OG for a second, cause girl, OG was basically the whole season. OG was the season. Can we at least give OG that? OG gave us like the whole season realness. Seriously. She gave us season 11 realness. Whatever season it was. I'm sorry. She gave us season 10, 9, 11, whatever season Basketball wife was in 2019. She gave us that realness. Um, but moving forward to um, Jennifer. Like, Jennifer's been trying to save face for the past two and a half seasons. Like, Jennifer, girl. Like, I, I just really hope your boutique is taking off because... Baby, your days on 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 basketball wives are numbered. Moving forward, um, <laughs> um, CC girl, listen. CC used OG's um issue as a reason to not even show up. CC said, "I really don't want to be here. No way, bitch. Look, I got my man. I'm good." And the, the, the chick that helped put me on is, has turned her back on me. I'm not finna sit here and deal with this shit again. Oh, but here's the thing, though. Cece said, if OG not coming on, neither am I. OG came back. OG, you didn't call Cece and said, baby girl, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Go ahead and come on. Did you call Did you call CC and tell her you're coming back? Let's talk about that. Let's discuss that. Like, were you going to tell... Girl. Anyway. Alright, so Jackie Christie, y'all. Jackie, Jackie Christie gave me so much life in this season. I, I I can't tell you how Jackie Christie going off on Phoebe just gave me so much life. Like, I, I'm so serious, y'all. Like, y'all just don't understand. <laughs> I, I'm going to find some, some old clips. Because... People don't be looking at Jackie Creasy. They they y'all don't sleep on Jackie. Jackie has money. Jackie has money, you know, she has her own liquor and you know, Jackie has money and so, you know, Jackie feels entitled. I'm a, that's that's what it all boils down to. Look, I saw that from the bottom, now I'm here. You know, I done married, I think I done got these businesses going, I'm doing my shit. Like, recognize who the fuck I am because even in the interview she said I'm not coming out until I sit where the fuck I want to sit. You know, I, I get Jackie Christy. Like, I don't go to that extreme. But, I, I listen, I don't condone it, but I understand it. I understand the method to her madness. When you go through the shit you go through, I'm entitled to my shit. But let me tell y'all about Jackie Christie. huh Jackie, Jackie Christie don't play that shit. Let me see. Let me find a clip of she did, y'all. Let me see. that you called
3: your first witness I'm my first, first job of being the judge very serious Jackie I'm gonna ask now that you called your first witness Find my first witness okay, okay go ahead and proceed forward you call yourself in as a witness who the <laughs> does that that's very y'all listen <laughs>
0: I knew, I knew. Jackie was just being too cool. She was being too Mm. kumbaya. For the past few seasons, she's been been too kumbaya. I knew the Jackie, the real Jackie, was gonna come out. And and it's ooh, child. So that's one of my videos uh, from Instagram, and the real Jackie Christie came forth. Do you hear me? Let me find some Jackie Christie stuff, y'all. Bear with me. Okay, here we go. This is Jackie Christie when she confronts Phoebe at um, Jennifer's um, cancer survivor event in her boutique.
1: Phoebe, I'm out of- <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: mortified. I know that is not Jackie acting a goddamn fool. You know that's Jackie. At a cancer event, when your mom passed away from cancer? Is this what we doing? Oh my gosh, Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. Jackie's <laughs> Jackie, my she's making f- ass. ass. She's making a speech I'm about fear. Fear. I'm out here. here. Look at OG. See? You see this? She didn't... Did. Y'all. Ugh. I don't she give a What f- happened? I'm so
1: confused. She's too oh, old. F- f- <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, I brought up Jackie in this because Jackie, I mean, no, not Jackie. I brought up OG because OG is always in the middle between, OG has always been in the middle between Jackie and the girls or CeCe and the girls. She's always in the middle because Jackie knows how it feels to be the enemy of the girls, the majority, okay? They took all for
3: this. about cancer,
2: Jackie? This is not the time. This is not, not the that. time.
0: Don't touch. Don't touch. Don't you the got out here helping I'm not... So Jackie was out here doing the fool, y'all. Jackie was out here doing the most when it came to and that. And I used to wonder when was the old oh, Jackie Christie gonna come out? And Jackie, she came out when it came to Phoebe. And that was another time Jackie came out, honey. And I, I got all my life when Jackie told, uh, what's her name, Phoebe off. But y'all keep your prayers. Keep, keep, keep Jackie in your prayers, y'all. Now, Evelyn, Evelyn has always been, they say she's the bully or whatever. Now, don't get me wrong, y'all. I, I love me some Evelyn. I'm sorry. Evelyn, you know, you got to give it to her. She a bad bitch. You know, I don't know how old she is, I know she little older than me. But bitch look way better than me, I'll tell you that. And I give props what props do every actually every woman on the panel looks amazing. Let me just say that. They all bad bitches. And when you have huge personalities, okay, trying to do certain things in the same space, you're gonna have issues. You will have issues. So, all I'm saying is, y'all, when it comes to the colorism, I I I honestly okay. Let me give you my story. Because everybody's thing with colorism is differently, okay. So I'm I don't know what color I consider myself. Maybe caramel. I don't know. But um i'm in a family where okay out of all of the siblings my father has six kids one we're not sure about okay (laughs) but out of the six kids that well five allegedly one extra the middle child is like he's a lighter skinned guy Okay, so the others have denied the lighter-skinned one because he's like Kiki Wyatt's color. You know, Kiki Wyatt is, you know, biracial. So think about how her how fair-skinned she is compared to most black people. So that brother is that color. So they've already ruled him out. Like, oh, there's just no way he can be dads, right? Because dad is chocolate, you know. Now, I have siblings... Ooh, we all have different mothers, okay? So, I have siblings that are, are, are like twice my age. They're old as fuck, but they still have issues. They have that daddy moved on and started over syndrome. So, they use that as a poison for to poison their kids. Because their kids are my age. Because my dad had married my mother and then I came. So... Like, the youngest child my dad had before I was born was 11, okay? That was the baby. So, the sister, my sister that's the youngest, is she's 11 years older than I am, and all the other ones are, like, older. Like, when I was born, my elder sister was 18, and then my brother, in the middle child, was, like, I think maybe 17 or 16, so look at the look at the gap when my dad spotted over. Eleven years later, eleven years later, my dad meets my mom, and they get married and they have me. Now I would say maybe nine years later, because they had me two years after they got together and got married. So my dad moved on nine years later. And these kids pretty much just ostracized me, okay? I'm telling you my story about colorism. So my mother is a light, is like complected. Well, my, God rest her soul. She's no longer here. My mom passed away June 19th, 2019. God rest her soul. I love you, mom. Um. So my mom married my dad and then they have me. So out of the siblings, I'm the lightest of all of them. Minus the one that they don't claim, he's louder than I am. They pretty much like it was cute having a baby sister when she was an infant, and then when she, you know, was a baby. But it's like when I, it's like when I developed my uh, personality and became, you know, became a person. It was like, okay, we're done. It was cute at first, but it wasn't cute after I was born. And to this day, I still don't know why. Okay. All I can and, and every time I would spend any time with my 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 dad's kids that were trust me they're all old, and old enough to be my 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 parents okay. Each time I've ever spent time with them, they always reminded me of how lighter I was compared to them. And the only reason they claim me is because of the Johnson nose, because we all have that. We all have a big some big nose. So the, what saved me was the fact that I have the nose. Other than that, they were ready to write me off. But see, it's crazy. So I've experienced colorism in my own family with, with my siblings. My my older siblings don't fuck with me to this day because of that. And whatever hidden reasons, because all I can give you is what reasons I think, because they haven't really honestly came out and said what the issue was. The last time I spoke with a sibling, the spokesperson of our of my siblings, of my my dad's children, keep in mind she's eleven years older than I am. Told me that some relationships grow apart. So my thing is, when do sis, when do blood sisters and brothers grow apart? Okay, and how can you grow apart from 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 a relationship that never established? <laughs> so when it comes to colorism, you guys like. I, I live that life. I'm not saying that I live a privileged life because I don't. Hell, I experience the sh- same shit that any black person in America experience, you know? Like, if I see cop cars, my heart beat real fast as fuck, okay? um, I'm scared f- shitless, you know, in certain situations or whatever, but I still stay strong or whatever. But my thing is, To experience colorism in my own fucking family. For being lighter than all the other kids. That shit hurts. And then you pass that shit down. To your children. Okay. And then their children are my age. And all but one. Are darker than I am. So it's like. I don't know what to call that. Because every time I spend time with you guys, it's always been about color. Well, you're lighter than we are. You're lighter than us. You're not our color. You're lighter than we are. And that's all I ever heard. That was It was so negative. And it made me feel bad. Like, And then even my own dad would say stuff like, I live in Texas. So it gets hot down here, you know. That was one particular summer. It was so damn hot in the 80s. That my dad, he keeps this one picture of me. He kept this one picture of me. I think I was like four, but either between four or six. And I was chocolate because I got a really serious tan. And my dad keeps that picture in his wallet. He kept his wallet for years because he said that year he really believed that I was his child because of the color of my skin. Like, that shit sits with you. As a kid, I never forgot that shit, and I've never forgotten the things my dad said, you know. And it's like, and I never forgot the shit that my family said about me, you know. And it's like, it's so you experience if if you're dark skin, you experience colorism on your your perspective, and when you're a lighter skin, you experience that colorism on that perspective think about how mixed kids feel mixed adults feel like you have two different races and both races are rejecting your ass like holy shit so at the end of the day y'all i just want us all to just learn to love each other because while we're busy hating and discriminating on each other, the rich is getting richer. Because money has no color. It does not. You know, and we can go on and on about, you know, colorism. But them same light-skinned people like Lena Horne, Dorothy Dandridge, Langston Hughes, um, all, these, all those lighter-skinned Blacks that were in the industry, they all still had to go through the back of the club to perform. You know? And I just really wish that Africans would stop looking down on African Americans. I really do. Because, regardless, if something happens to you, they're going to call you a black male the guy that was shot here in Dallas and killed by a police officer because she entered into the wrong apartment, his family was from... was not from here. I don't know exactly what city, but they were not African American. They were from a whole different continent. You see what I'm saying? So, like, we as people of Melanin need to get it together. Get it together. But overall... Basketball wise was a great, um, and it was great entertainment. I'm really glad Shawnee did her apology. Um, it was a great PR move and I believed her because me being who I am, you know, there are certain privileges that you do get, but it ain't, it ain't great. It ain't all that good cause you're still black. <laughs> I'm just keeping it 100. That's why I, 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 but I love everyone. And you know, the culture who's embraced me the most are people outside of my race that have embraced me the most. And I love people and that's what keeps me going is knowing that I can touch and, and have a great relationship with people outside of my race, outside of my family. That's what keeps me going, you know? And so, I just want the world to know that tea and whiskey was sunshine. We do not approve colorism. We believe in equality. We believe in a better world. And we really don't think that there was a colorism issue. 100% with basketball wives. And if there was, it was done unconsciously. I really believe that, but I don't know that Evelyn post is a little fishy though, y'all. I'm, I'm gonna say that shit that Evelyn post with the monkey that shit wasn't cool. What are y'all thoughts? Anyway, the sugar April bernay sunshine. You can always catch us on Facebook Live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. between 8 p.m. and 8:30. Um, thank you, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Um, tune in, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Himalaya Stitcher. Um, if you have any questions, concern, please email us at tea, whiskey, and sunshine at gmail.com. Again, that's tea, whiskey, and sunshine at gmail.com. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. You guys have been so amazing. And you all have a wonderful evening.
1: Skin, girl, skin just cyclone. The best singing in the world. Never change it for anybody else in the world. Skin just fun. The best singing in the world. Never change for anybody else singing. Yes!